listening to the Sunday morning service from Harvest Bible Church. We hope you enjoy this message from Pastor Mark Butler. To learn more about us, please visit harvestbibleonline.org. Hallelujah. Amen. God is so good. Praise the Lord. I do want to just share one thing that uh, a lot of you've asked about. You know, my wonderful wife actually got her CD all completed. Okay, so the, this is the new one. And uh, so if you'd like to purchase that, you can purchase it in the back back there. Uh, they'll be, she'll be back there. They'll be back there. So I'll give that back to you. And uh, it's actually, if, this is a unique one because it's been a, a 13-year project for her. So before I knew her. And, uh, no, and anyways, but we finally got it all completed. It's a bluegrass gospel. So it's a unique one with mandolins and, and uh, violins and guitars and stuff. So uh, she doesn't play on it. She sings on it. So it's all good there. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So before I get started in my message, I want to give you all of our wonderful news. I want to give you some sad news, but I'm going to give you some wonderful news. So I'll give you the sad news first, is that I want you all, if you were listening last night, we, uh, on our uh, broadcast that we do, prayer on the uh, Facebook that we do every Saturday night at 7, uh, I mentioned about my mom. My mom is 83 years old, and she just got diagnosed with stage 4 cancer. So it, and it's all through her body. Uh, so I'm going to be, we're going to be flying out tomorrow to uh, see what my mama wants to do, whether she wants to live or go to be with Jesus. We're going to find out. Uh, she's always been very healthy, very full of life. And so this has come on very, very quickly. But uh, she knows where she's going. She knows what's happening and everything else. And, you know, uh, my mom's amazing, to be honest with you. So, but, so praise the Lord. You pray for us, and we're going to go back there and see what goes on with her. Amen? Amen? So we just thank God for that. You know, that's just something that came up very, very quickly. My brothers called me and said, hey, I think you better come now. So I said, all right, I'll, I'll work it out. So that's what we're doing. Amen? Hallelujah. Well, I have some really great news for you, but I want to share a little story with you first. You know, um, actually just kind of share what God has done in this past year is beyond amazing and beyond miraculous, to be honest with you. You know, a year ago today, it's Pentecost Sunday, one year ago today, we made a decision to uh, start our church again. We just said, no, we're going to have church. And uh, we were going, we, we went against the government, went against everything else. You know, we were asked to stop. We were asked to stop several times, all kinds of things, but we didn't stop. Because we were doing what God spoke in our heart to do. Amen? And you guys were all brave enough to show up. And you kept showing up. And uh, you kept coming. And that's amazing. It's so awesome and so wonderful. And, uh, you know, we started this journey not knowing uh, if we were actually going to be able to worship or don't know how long it was going to be until they tried to shut us down or what was going to go on. But God's been faithful. We've never had to stop. And, uh, you know, before that, the Lord spoke to my heart in, in November of, no, of 2019. He said, don't renew your lease here. Don't, don't resign the contract because we have five-year leases that you have to sign. So we didn't do it. I said, no, I'm not, re- I'm not renewing. And then he also said, let's get cameras, get everything, go online, do all the stuff that you need to do. That was before we even knew COVID was going to be existing. COVID didn't show up until the second week of March. All right. And anyways, so we did things and we began and we watched God's hand. God's amazing hand. You know, we talked about getting this. I told you all, hey, I'm going to threaten you with a, we're going to take up an offering and we're going to do this. And then somebody came along and says, nah, let's don't take it. I want to pay for everything. So they paid for everything. And then uh, we were going to do something else. And then they, you know, God has just done miraculous things. Amen. Yeah. 
And so through a turn of events that from Pentecost Sunday last year to Pentecost Sunday here, we were sojourning in the land and we were believing God for a new facility, correct? Hallelujah. Well, I can stand up here and just declare to you that we have our new facility. Okay? All right? Now, now, now here's the miraculous thing about this. And many of you may already know here through the grapevine, news travels fast. But, you know, when he told me this, the Lord said, get ready to move and get ready to get on, on uh, you know, the air, get on Facebook, get on YouTube, get on all those things there. He said, get ready to move. And that's exactly what his words was. Of course, I put my own interpretation on that. And, uh, you know, for 26 years, we've been here, and we've been building, we've been creating, and we've created an incredible legacy about all this and what took place. And so the hardest thing is to move a church of over 200 people, uh, you know, cause, and the biggest thing is not the building, it's the parking. Because legally, you can't have over, you've got to have at least 100 parking places. How many of you know there's not very many places that have 100 parking places? Amen? Well... In the beginning of this year, our board decided to, let's, let's do something. Then we were praying about it, talking about it. And they said, let's go before our landlord who here and said, hey, let's ask her if she'd like to sell. And if we can actually purchase and not have to move and get to stay here and get to build and do everything we need to do. Uh, which for 26 years, we've had a no. Uh, but, but this time we got a yes. Okay. And... Um, unique thing about this whole thing is that she said yes she gave us an offer we really like the offer uh, so this facility that facility over there and this 7.75 acres uh, praise for 4.6 million dollars and that everybody's like looks like a lot everybody's sinking in their seats let me just share with you uh, just so you know uh, uh, glory to God how great God is and I'm going to share the story of what he did God God is so amazing <laughs> He's amazing, all right? So anyways, uh, with that, she turned around and gave us $1.5 million off of that price. And so I wrote her a letter saying, you, you actually, thank you for your great donation of $1.5 million to Harvest Bible Church. Sign the bottom of it. And that makes the United States government really happy. So she gets to write it off, and she's going to get to write that off probably 10 times. But I don't care. She gave me $1.5 million. Okay, which brought this down to 3.1 million. And, and then she said, all you need to do is come up with $1 million in cash. See, now y'all got nervous about that. See, y'all like, oh my God, he's going to take an offering. No, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. So, so here's the key, here's the key. See, because last year at this time, we probably had maybe a little over $100,000 in our bank account, everything that we had. And uh, one year, okay? And so we're just getting by, getting things because of all things that are going on. And uh, so, <laughs> you know, and then she is going to hold the note for us at, at $2.1 million for 20 years. And then it's a, and it's a great interest rate and everything else. So it just, God just turned around again. And here's the kicker. Here's the kicker is that Friday we got recorded. We signed. We now own all of this. Okay. <laughs> We, we own it all. We, we, I, I wired from two different banks $500,000, $1 million to her in cash. And you say, where did you get that? Well, I robbed about, no, I didn't rob any banks, okay? I didn't rob no banks, no banks, I didn't rob no banks. Okay? <laughs> no, let me just share with you. 
in one year's time, now we did sell our property, which we got $470,000 out of our property, so praise God for that. But you folks, you folks came up with the other $640,000 in one year without you, without you even knowing it. You came up, we had, believe it or not, when everything said, and when she finally said, hey, yeah, let's do this, when the time came to do everything, we had a million dollars in cash in the bank. That's all we had. Now, we don't have anything else left. We gave it all, but we had it. And I signed on it. We did it. We gave it. And uh, now we just get to build back up, but we now have you know, a piece of property worth at least $4.6 million that we only owe 2.1. So we have $2.5 million worth of equity we have. And here's the wonderful thing is the school is leasing from us. And so their payment is going to help us immensely pay it back. And so it's, we're actually going to save money monthly, uh, <laughs> believe it or not. Now, we're not going to save because we've got to build a new building. We've got to do a lot of repairs. We, we need a $70,000 roof, which we knew that. But... Here's the thing. God did all of this in one year's time. We went from the land of not knowing if we're going to have church, if we're not knowing what's going to happen, to a land of owning and a land of going and a land of increase. Hallelujah. And God said, hallelujah. And you know what the best thing about this whole thing is? We don't have to move. Now, with that being said, we do, we do, our, we, you know, we are not going to sit back on a, we are going to build a new sanctuary and classrooms. Someone said, where are we going to do that? We're not sure yet. Somewhere here, either right down here or right where you're sitting, we're going to go straight up and straight out. One of the two things. Everybody's excited. All the builders are like, yeah, we can do it. It's like, I know we can do it. As long as you have money, you can do anything. <laughs> so, but, uh, the amazing thing about that is, is that, do you realize, and this is the thing, I mean, I've been pastoring for 42 years. I have done so many uh, capital campaigns and building program things, and we, God did all this without our permission, without uh, asking us about it. Uh, I'd given up hope about purchasing this property. I was really looking, looking, and I was one of the main ones looking and looking and looking and looking. I said, well, Lord, and then when this all happened, I just said, well, God, you definitely got a sense of humor. And you're amazing. It is amazing. It is amazing because of what God did and what he's doing. And uh, hallelujah. You know, we have a great piece of property. We have a great thing. And we now can just allow God to be God. It means we can do a lot of things for our kids and for our youth and all that. Do, do I need to dismiss the, the... We need to dismiss the junior high. You guys, the junior high, you guys can get up and... Huh? Oh, good. There you go. Awesome. There you go. Junior high, you guys can get it. Look at all these junior high going. We need a great youth room, too. Even better. You know, I mean, we, we had to, look at that. There's like 20 of them getting up. But we had to, you know, the youth room had to become the red room because it was the ladies' fellowship room. It was, you know, the meeting room. It was the youth room. It was this room. It was, it's an everything room. So it was our first church when we first started here. So we just moved down. But... God did all that without any pressure, without, I mean, he just did it. Our board, we meet together and they go, how did we come up with a million dollars? I said, I don't know, but it's in there. Don't touch it. (laughs) It's there. It's good. It's all wonderful. What are we going to do? But God did it. And you know what? God's going to do it again and again and again. 
Hallelujah. You know, today's Pentecost Sunday, so I want you to turn to Acts chapter 2, but I'm, I'm just going to share from my heart today because you need to know how amazing God is, how wonderful it is, not just because of a piece of property, but because of what God can do in the midst of a pandemic. You need to understand there's a lot of churches that have closed that didn't reopen. There's a lot of things that just that stopped. And, and even around the United States and around the world, it's just been so hard for people to do things. In fact, a lot of churches were closed for over a year. They didn't have service. They just now started to have services coming back up here. And, uh, uh, you know, we've seen this. We've seen things. And so, and, uh, you know, it's funny because this past week, many people have asked me and said, man, wouldn't it be nice if we could just have this place? And I couldn't tell them anything because at that point, we didn't know. I didn't know anything until it recorded at the county on Friday. And once it recorded, it says, Harvest Bible Church, you now own this. So now we have to figure out all, all you know, they want to they figure out what they're going to do with us. But the key is, praise God, is that God did it. And I think with that is that it's kind of like the Bible says, the blessing of the Lord makes you rich and adds no sorrow to it. He just did all this without, like I said, without asking me, which is perfectly fine. He could do that. And... Uh, you know, and it just, it happened. And when it happened, it just turned around and uh, it, it makes it tremendously such a blessing, such a, such a God thing because uh, folks in, you know, 42 years of my ministry, I've never had a million dollars in cash in the bank. It was nice to be a millionaire for a little bit. You know, only I'm not as just the churches. It wasn't mine, but hey, I was like, hey, it's pretty cool. Look at this. Man, we were looking really good, you know. Leticia and Greg and I and Pastor Pamela were going, whoo, look at this. We're all blessed. We, this is good stuff. We got some job security here. But in a matter of seconds, we went back to believing God for our paychecks. We were getting, okay, we got to pray. Got two weeks here. You better pray. So we're all good, though. Because, you know, God is so amazing. He is so wonderful. Uh, because believe it or not, last Wednesday's offering, we didn't, you know, we I did everything and had to do all this stuff. But last Wednesday's offering for us was $26,000. Usually Wednesday's offerings are like $500 or 1000 So that was a pretty good offering. God had to do that for me to help me out here. So it was good stuff. Why doesn't I say that? I don't Because people always say, well, if you say all that, nobody's going to listen. Everybody wants to get in on something's good. And God did it. And Harvest Bible Church is the, one of the best grounds you can ever sow into. And it's, it's an incredible thing. And God's doing it. It's not because of me. It's because of you and because of what God. I want to brag on you. I'm going to brag on all of you that are, that are watching, okay? Uh, I mean, it's amazing in that, that you need to know God's hand. You need to know the miraculous, not just because of the financial things, but kind of, Lord, God, what God gave to you and I and us, what, how awesome that is. Because he, he values you. He knew you were going to be, or you got connected, you got united, and you came a part of something that, believe it or not, I mean, we are known around the world for what we're doing because we're in California, because we defied the odds and we had church and because of all my friends. Hey, and so we had people all around the world sewing into us, sewing into us and sewing into our, our building program and sewing because they wanted us to make it. Aren't you glad they believe in you and they believe in us? So so reason I share that, I mean, it is such a testimony to, and when it gets out, it's going to be even a greater testimony to all. It's going to go, hey, we'll see what the Lord can do. God can do it. God's amazing. He's amazing, amazing what God can do. Hallelujah. And when you see that, it just changes everything about you. See, my title today, Greg, this is my title. Hallelujah. You know, and it's a sound from heaven. 
You got to hear a sound from heaven. Here in Acts chapter 2, verse 1 says, And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of fire, and it sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Amen? There was a sound from heaven. Guess what? There's always a sound from heaven. Because, you know, when you, when you, the funny thing about it is we've been do, going over this mountain, going over this mountain, and it was like, okay, well, one last time, here's what we're going to do. And the cool thing about this is I said, listen, I'm not going to do this. You guys as the board, you contact her, you go talk to her, you see what's going to happen. And they did, and they had a great visit, great talk, and the rest is history. So it's like, man, why didn't I send them 20 years ago? <laughs> Because 20 years ago, we didn't have any money. (laughs) So anyways, but (laughs) no, God had the perfect timing. God had the perfect thing. And here's the thing about it. God did all of this because there's a harvest he wants to do. God has a plan and a purpose. He's the one that's opened this up. He's the one that said, you know, in on Pentecost, they were here. They were they were in the upper room. They were all in one accord in one place, but they were all hiding out. They were all praying, but they were all praying that they wouldn't get arrested. And they're praying to God, God, what are we going to do? Look at this, you know. And I'm sure they were a little bit discouraged because you know that Jesus appeared to over 500 people in that 40 days. Did you know that only 120 believed that they saw him because only 120 were in the upper room? 25%. Say, you guys are the top of the top of the top. You're top, you know, you're, you're just like way in there as far as what God is using and doing is that, but these are, so these are folks, the Lord, what are we going to do? We can't do it. And the Holy Spirit falls. And they went from 120 to 8,120 in one week. 3,000 in the first one here in Acts chapter 2. And then, then again, God added 5,000 in another. So we know that they were at least 8,120 in a week. Now that's growth. Lord, we don't really want quite that much. Hallelujah. And I don't know what we would do. You know, we're talking about the kids. We're going to need that. We're going to need more and more folks helping with kids because we're going to have more than just 20 youth going out of here. We're going to have 100 youth coming out of here. We're going to have more than just the 20 or 30 kids we have. We're going to have 60 to 100. We're believing for that. So we're going to have to have space and to do. Why? Because we've got the truth. Because there's a sound from heaven that's coming. There's a sound right now that's coming that God is saying, listen, I need you in the earth. I need this. And God's raising us up. He has. He sustained it. He's the one that did it. You know, thank God, for, you know, that I'm just, I'm just trying to hang on to him. I've just been seeking his face and praying and saying, God, you know, what do we need to do? How do we need to handle it? What do we need to do? And he has been messing with me tremendously. I love to teach series. I love to have everything lined out for at least three months. I don't got anything lined out for tomorrow. <laughs> I haven't had anything lined out in over a year. This mess is terrible. I, I like organization. My life is so messed up. It ain't even funny. It's terrible. And I'm like, Lord, when, when do I get to take control here? He said, never. I said, but I, I do good when I'm in control. See, I know all of you, 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 just, you just yield to God every day. But me, I, I'm always trying to tell him, listen, I got a handle on this. I know what to do. Let's do this. But he's always slow down. And he just messing with me. 
He, and he's been messing with me, and he's been, you know, and the bad thing about it is he gave me this incredibly wonderful wife who loves to constantly say, no, nope, no, nope, don't do that, don't do that, you know, stop. And she just, she likes to do everything spontaneously and crazily, and I'm like, glory to God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Here we go. I said, Lord, bad enough you messing with me. Now you... But it's good. No, I'm, I'm totally blessed. I mean, that's the thing about it. We make this incredibly great team and uh, allowing God. And God's called us into the kingdom for such a time as this. But we heard a sound. We heard God say, do it again. You know, we just sing a, a song here about God, do it again, what we heard of old. But I don't really want God to do it again. I want God to do a new thing. I want God to stir our hearts. I want God to stir you up. I mean, I mean when you look at this, and the reason I, I, I want to do this, because it's such a miracle of what God has done to take us and do us and, and, and supply. And he just, he orchestrated everything. I mean, we didn't have to use any of the world system. We're not, we didn't have to go to the banks. We didn't have to get it. You know, the only thing we did was we had to get it appraised to see if the, if the price was right. And the price was right. <laughs> okay. Because when it got all said and done, it was like, wow, this is only God. Only God could have orchestrated and done what he did and made it come out just the way it did. You know, it's so amazing that you just kind of sit back and go, wow, okay, this is pretty cool. Lord, this is what you can do. And he's like, yeah. It's what he's saying is, see, you are thinking this or you're thinking that. And I was telling God all the ways he could bless us. You know, hallelujah, Amen. You know, I mean, if I, if I could just really share with you concerning when you understand some things here and, and, and what has transpired because of what has gone on and all of our dealings with our landlord beforehand, you know, amen. And uh, uh, I just thank God, you know, she's just been fa- very favorable and very precious. And, and I'm like, what happened? Uh, you know, I know, you know, they, uh, I, I mean, I know she you know, probably doesn't know Jesus, but uh uh, it's just amazing what God did and how it all turned out and how it all worked out. And uh, But it, here's the thing. It's because we've had a legacy. You know, we've, you know, everything you see in here, we've built, we've paid for. I mean, everything about this building, including the AC units on top, everything we purchased as a church. You know, we've done everything. Carpets, chairs, building. I mean, everything you see here except for the block walls on the outside and the roof. And I've been babying this roof for 20-some years. I've kept it going here. So we need a new roof, but we're going to get that. That's not a problem. Because, see, I know where every leak is. I know where every bucket is. I know where everything. I know where every piece is. I know exactly how to handle everything. And we've been getting it all. Glory to God. So, you know, we got to fix it pretty soon because I don't want the air, heating and air conditioning unit that's up there fall down on uh, uh, Miss Angelica and, and Melanie back there. That's, that's the one thing we got to keep, keep not doing, okay? So, but uh, no, but we've done that because we knew that God wanted a voice here in the city. God wanted a voice. And God called us here. God told us here and he didn't tell us where else to go. And, uh, but thank God, he gave us, he gave it all back to us. Isn't it amazing that he gave it all back to us that, and with her doing what she did with the 1.5 million, literally for the past 26 years, then it basically cost us about $2,000 a month to be here for the last 26 years, which is pretty, I mean, when you think, like I said, I've just been so stunned. I've been so wiped out in one sense, just shocked 
but also just weeping and worshiping God because he did exceeding abundantly above all that I could even ask or think into what it was and made it come to pass and said, here's what we're going to do. And he did it all. Aren't you amazing? And he did it for you. Because see, this is Harvest Bible Church. You know, I don't, you know, we're, we're in a, we are an incorporated, you know, we're a 501c3 and that's why we were able to get one, give her the $1.5 million deal and uh, so, and all that. But thank God it belongs to, to you. It's a legacy and it's a wonderful thing that this means our church is going to grow and go and begin to continue to what God has for us. Amen. Because here's the thing about Pentecost. You need to understand one of the, probably we see about Pentecost, we see the power coming on, the Holy Spirit comes, is going to get power. Peter preaching this incredible uh, sermon and what does this mean, you know, because what's all going. And then in verse 14, if you jump down to Acts chapter 2 and verse 14, Peter said, standing up with the 11, he lifted up his voice and he said unto them, you men of Judea and all ye that dwell at Jerusalem, be this known unto you and hearken to my words. For these are not drunk, as you suppose, seeing it is but the third hour of the day. But this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. And it shall come to pass in the last days, saith God, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. And your sons and your daughters are going to prophesy. And your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. Amen. And on my servants and on my handmaidens, I'm going to pour out in those days of my spirit and they shall prophesy. Amen. He's going to show wonders in the heavens above and signs in the earth beneath blood, fire and vapor of smoke. Amen. Glory to God. And it says the sun shall be turned into darkness, the moon into blood before the great and notable day of the Lord. And it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Amen. Because it's all about harvest. It's all about people out there that this is what we need to do. We've got to take hold of them, amen? We've got to bring truth to them. See, the greatest miracle about Pentecost is not so much the power of God that came, but it's the unity that it brought to the body of Christ. Because you've got to remember, you remember those 11 disciples. Well, 12 Captain Judas, but Judas killed himself. But those 11 disciples, they were not in unity, they were all talking, who's going to be the greatest? I think I'm going to be better than you. I'm going to be better than you. I'm going to be greater. And then, you know, John and, and James's mom shows up and says, Jesus, when you come into your kingdom, let my kids be the greatest. Let one on your right hand, one on your left hand. And everybody got mad. Because where's my mama? How come she didn't come brag for me? You know? And uh, we see all this stuff. We see Peter and John being at odds with each other. Because remember at the Last Supper there, Peter goes, John, you ask him. You ask him who's going to betray him. Because he likes you better than me. That's what the Bible says. The Bible says, John, you ask him. He'll tell you. Amen? We see all that stuff. You know, there's all kinds of things. I mean, they were not in unity at all. I mean, you got Thomas. Oh, my gosh. Doubting Thomas. Come on. He's like, hey, we've seen the Lord. I doubt it. <sighs> Wait a minute. You've been with us three and a half years. I doubt it. <sighs> hey, guess, how, guess what God's doing? I doubt it. <sighs> Something's going to happen. No. So then, but after they get filled with the Holy Spirit, they're in unity one with another. They're walking hand in hand to prayer, Acts chapter 3 says. They're coming together in unity and in one accord, and the Holy Ghost falls. 
Do you know the reason that God did what he did in one year is because we came together as a body of Christ and a body of believers. You guys were all the rebellious folks that showed up and came and said, I want to have church and I want to have it in person and we're going to come and there's a crazy guy over there in a shopping center that says, hey, let's have church. And we did it. And because we came together and God drew you together and God online and all you folks that have been watching online, you've been such a blessing, such a joy. We've gone all over the world. We've gone and you're giving and you being a blessing, you being connected. It's been such a joy because just like, you know, there's been times where, oh, hey, I, people couldn't make it, but they could see and hear what was going on. And that's such a blessing. I was so against that. So against having this. Greg was asking me for years. You know, in fact, everybody, I said, nope, 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 nope. If we get and do this, everybody won't come. How dumb. Y'all, y'all, y'all showed up even more so. And, uh, but, you know, I repented. I repented. I said, Greg was right and everybody else was right too. I have no problem doing that. But, (laughs) you know, but what happened is, is everybody stopped being an individual and started being team because the church was being attacked. And so we came together as the body of Christ and became the church. The church became the church. Listen, we've got to stay the church. No matter what opens up, no matter how you can go all these places and not wear masks and all these things, you still got to be the church. You got to be the church. Amen? Because see, that's the greatest thing that happened. It took this, we're taking place, and now they were operating together. They were operating as team members. They were operating and realizing, wow, we've got a purpose and a plan. Hallelujah. I mean, the fearful became bold. Those guys, they were all afraid. They get filled with the Holy Ghost. They come out of the, uh, the upper room, and they're speaking and talking in another language, but they're speaking the language of everybody that's there, and they're speaking the wonderful works of God, and everybody's amazed at it. They're like, wow. And the first thing that happened is the lost get saved. So you got to realize that if you guys all show up like you did today, you know, at 1102, there was like, what, 20 people in this place, and now there's like almost 100. Praise God. You're not going to have your favorite seat. <laughs> There's going to be visitors sitting in that seat. And you're going to be like, what they were doing? Well, they, they got here on time. <laughs> but we love that y'all come. We love a growing church. It's all good. Don't, don't, don't be offended. I want you to be That's the first thing you can't do. You can't be offended. Don't get offended because growth comes. And you know, with growth comes mess. See, when the ox gets increased, then the stall gets dirty. <laughs> And you got to clean things up. So this means there'd be mess, but don't get upset about mess. Okay? That just means there's progress going. God's doing good things. Amen? <laughs> That's the way the Bible explains it. I like that way because it gets your attention. Hallelujah. No, the lost get saved. But you know what else happens is that we're not in competition with anybody. But we're coming together, collaborating together, and receiving the things of God. Because we're going to stay in unity. I promise to keep following God. You promise to keep following God. And we're going to watch God do a miracle after miracle after miracle. Who knows, in one year, we may have a whole brand new sanctuary built and done and created. And everything. Hey, God can, God, he's, right now, I can, right now, I can believe for anything. I can. I can believe for anything because he just did. I mean, I don't know about you, but that's pretty cool. So what he did and how he did it and coming up and and giving us and just saying, okay, time for you to stop, you know, looking here, being here, being in this place of, Lord, what are we doing? What are we doing? How come we're still here? We've got to do this. We got to. I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm looking. You know, and he just. 
totally took that great big burden off. So praise the Lord for that. Hallelujah. Amen. And here's the greatest joy about it. We've come united and we've got to stay united. And the more united we are as the body of Christ, great things are going to happen. God's going to meet you and God's going to do supernatural things in your life. He is. And see, that's my heart. That's my desire right now is that we come together, that we get sharper in the things of God, that we focus on his divine purpose, uh, and that we pray that God's plan, God's purpose comes to pass in our lives, and that we see the lost saved, we see the church come back, we see each and every one coming together, and standing together as a team, standing together united, not divided. And listen, we've got to reach out to the lost. We've got to reach out to everybody else around. Don't be mad at them. Don't be mad at anybody. You know, you may have, have been able to break free and you may be able to, to, to do some things that you've been able to do, but they just haven't been. You just need to walk alongside and help them get free. Help them not be afraid anymore. Help them to love. Help them to walk. Let's reach out. Let's say, hey, glory to God. You see, you're a little farther ahead. Hallelujah. In, in what you're doing. But let's help them. Let's reach out. Let's touch their lives. Amen. Glory to God. Let's become world changers. Let's become, you know, our world right here. Let's touch the lives that we have right here. Let's change each and every one's life one person at a time. Hallelujah. Because you still need to understand on the day of Pentecost, when it came, it just freaked the devil out. It freaked him out because all of a sudden he was like, oh my gosh, I had the spirit contained in Jesus. Now it's in Peter and John and James and, and it's even in, in Thomas. Oh my God. And, uh, you know, and all of these folks and all of these other 120, it's in, it's in all of them. And now he's like, oh, and he's trying, now he's trying to get, and he's like, what are we going to do now? And the power and the presence, and guess what? It's in you and I. And that's the thing about it. We all get to hear a sound from heaven. And I don't know about you, but I keep hearing the sound from heaven that we keep moving, that, we, that a new day has dawned, that a new era has begun, and that now we're rising up because we're no longer looking. We're no longer trying to be this. We're no longer uh, thinking we're going to be here, thinking we're here. We're no longer just in one sense sojourning in one sense because we're still all sojourning the way God says, but now we're like we're locked in. No longer am I thinking or having thoughts that, okay, how about we, you know, you got this amount of time, you're going to retire. Listen, the Bible doesn't even talk about retirement for me. It talks about, you know, natural things. We know they're natural. But for me, you know, I don't see any of these guys. In the Old Testament, New Testament, none of them retired. They all got killed, but I'm hoping I don't get killed. But, so, the key is, you know, you know I humorously say, you know, I haven't even preached it. I haven't even thrown in jail. I haven't gotten beaten. You know, all that stuff. So, but, what I share with you is that I'm going to be here. In the next, you know, eight years here or the next years that we have, if Jesus tarries, if Jesus comes, ain't none of us going to be here. We're going to be celebrating in heaven. We're going to be rejoicing. And we're not going to care that we bought this. Not going to bother us at all. So we know what you could have done with that money. No, we're not even going to think naturally. We're going to be like, yahoo, we've been delivered. Hallelujah. So... We don't care. Amen? Hallelujah. But see, you know, here's the thing. When the Holy Spirit prompts us to act, it's because he wants to act. God wants to do some things. And so we're, gonna, we're just going to keep moving in the direction God has for us. We're going to keep hunger. We're going to keep desiring. And we're going to thank God for what he's doing. Now, thank God for all the legacy. Thank God for everything he's done in the past. But he's done everything for us to get here to this, this moment. Because see, you're anointed today. 
we're anointed today. Today is the day of salvation. Today is the day that we get a hold of the truth of the word of God. Today is the day that the spirit of God, we're not going to be satisfied till it rains today, till the spirit of God comes down upon us today. The power, their lives to be changed. Amen? Amen. But we're going to praise God. We're going to rejoice. Thank you, Jesus, for what he has done for Harvest Bible Church, what he's done for our lives. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And he did it, and he did it so supernaturally that it just changed everything. It's so amazing, so wonderful. Hallelujah. And so you need to, we need to say like Jesus said in Luke 4.18. He said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. Guess what? The spirit of the Lord is upon you. And he's anointed you today to heal the brokenhearted. You know, the first thing it says in that verse is to heal the brokenhearted. Preach a while, preach the gospel to the poor, then heal the brokenhearted. So we've got to preach the gospel to the poor, but we've got to heal the brokenhearted. Amen? Hallelujah. Then it says to set the captives free. Preach deliverance to the captives. Then it says to set it, you know, to open the eyes of the blind and to set at liberty them that are bruised. To open the eyes of the blind is to open up physically, but also is to open up spiritually that those that couldn't see. Amen. They couldn't see. It's all right. Hallelujah. And then it's also, you know, to set at liberty them that are bruised, the King James Version says, it really means that you're going to go out there and you're going to help those that have been beaten up by other people thinking because they didn't do the right thing or they didn't do this or didn't do that. No, we get to set everybody free. We get to bring the love of God and the healing power of God and to touch people's lives. So I don't know about you, but I have such a faith, such an expectancy for the things of God in every area of our lives. Hallelujah. So I want to thank you so much. I want to commend you. You didn't even know you did it. You were just being you. You know, I mean, that's the thing about it. You didn't even know. And God just did it. God just used every, each and every one, each part. See, that's the thing about it. It's when everybody comes together, everybody does their part. He brings it to pass. Hallelujah. He brings it to pass, and you go, wow, God, you're so amazing. This is so awesome. Hallelujah. Because God doesn't change, and God's not withholding anything from us. How many of you know that? The key is, it's our participation in his anointing. It's our participation in what he's doing. We just get in agreement with him. We just say, okay, Lord, we agree you, and he brings it to pass. He's amazing. Because guess what? There's a sound from heaven that's coming. There's a sound from heaven that's even being spoken right now. Things that God wants to do on the earth. He's speaking those things. He's saying, God's getting ready to send Jesus back. You know that, right? God's getting ready to take us all home. But in the meantime, he wants the church to be glorious. He wants the church to be on fire. He wants the presence of the Holy Spirit to be strong and powerful. See, because the devil, he's only afraid of two things. That's the truth of the word of God and the power of the spirit of God. That's why this just totally messed him all up. Because all of us sudden, man, the Spirit of God left the holies of holies and went into you and I. Amen. And we are paying attention with our heart. We're walking in line with the truth and we're expecting God to do some supernatural things. And now we got to stir up the gift of God. Stir up the gift of God. We've got to stir it up. Hallelujah. Thank God for what he's doing in our lives. God wants us to be conduits and channels of his blessing of how we can go out and touch lives because we're going to get to touch more and more and more and tell them, come on in. Come on in and get fed. Come on in and get loved on. Come on in and, and, and get your heart healed. Amen? 
because that's what he's going to do. So get ready to hear a new sound and a fresh sound. Hallelujah. Because we're established. We've dug in. We got a foundation. We're here. And now, glory to God. Yes, we've got to do a lot of fixing up and doing things. Glory to God. I've been keeping this thing afloat for, like I said, all these years with Band-Aids. Now, it's about time we made them some permanent things here. Hallelujah. You know, glory to God. And, and get it established and, and get it going. And God knows. He knows exactly how to do it. He knows exactly what to do. So get ready for God to speak to you, to use you. Like I tell folks, you know, I told in the first service, I said, listen, I'm believing for God to pay off the 2.1 million. I, I'm believing that he'll just pay it off. I mean, because every time I, I mean, if I go by this last year, every time I mention something, somebody said, I'll do that, Pastor. So let me just mention it to you. <laughs> just just phone it out there, okay? If you don't know how to spell million, I do. It'll help you on that, okay? Hey. You just want to do 2.1 million, tell you exactly how to make it out. Everything's good. Work it out, you know. And uh, that's not counting what it's going to cost for the, you know, for a new facility and all that stuff, which we're going to do. But the cool thing is, is God's already made a way for all things to happen. And it's not going to be hard. Aren't you glad? Hallelujah. I was telling this to our board, and I'm going to close with this. I said, you know, it's a miracle. I said, you guys realize that we didn't have to go have a capital campaign. We didn't have to go out there, squeeze everybody, talk to everybody, try to do everything, beg, believe, and borrow. We didn't do anything. In fact, we didn't even know what was coming. It just came up and showed us. I showed up and just dropped right in our lap. Exactly what we needed, exactly what we had, exactly the right way. I mean, it was just like... I was like, that's pretty cool. I mean, all you got to do is sign your name. I had to sign my name 52 times, but other than that, that's the thing I don't understand. I don't get to own anything, but I'm responsible for everything. I'm the one that gets thrown in jail or something happens. I'm the one. Because my name's on it. I said, God, I can't sign God. It don't work. I have to sign my name. Amen. <laughs> and the board graciously voted that it, it would be my name on there. <laughs> I got outvoted three to one. <laughs> yep, you're it, Pastor. <laughs> you're liable. I said, I take it. I like it. And the reason for that is, is because God just did it. And you know what? The wonderful thing about it, I say that joke, but when you look at it and you go, wow, Lord, this is the way it's supposed to be. You're supposed to do it. And this is what you're going to do. You're going to cause us to to love it. You don't have to force yourself on anybody. You don't have to force things about it. You just, hey, if you like it, you like it. If you don't, hey, this is what it is. Because you love people and you care. And you'll be there to help them and care for them. But you just tell them the truth. Just reach out and always with a spirit of love. Amen. So guess what, folks? We are about to just, we're exploding into a whole new area. The foundation's been laid. God's established in a, a legacy for us. And he, he, he's honoring your faith. He's honoring my faith. He's honoring everybody who's not here, who's passed on, all the things that they've given, you know, and sown into. They did it. You know, God just, he knew exactly when the timing would be perfect. And he just did it. And I tell you, I, I stand back in awe. Stand back and I go, all right, Lord, what else you got planned for us? Let's do these things. I'm, I'm going to start believing for all kinds of things now. Let's do this. But God's going to direct our steps. I promise to listen. I promise to fl- just let. And you just promise to stick around and watch God do miracles. 
Amen. Hallelujah. Because the best is yet to come. It really is. God's, we're going to go out with glory, power of God. And, you know, you can, sometimes you get to thinking all the work that you put in, all the things that you do, and you kind of go, that was just all loss. And God says, no, it isn't because you did it for the kingdom. Amen. You did it for the kingdom. Let's bow our heads. Father, in the name of Jesus, we've just shared from our heart today. Share in our heart with all those that are watching, but all those that are here. Lord, you've brought us in and out and all around, and uh, you have brought us to this point, to this time. And you've called every single one of us into the kingdom for such a time as this. Just as you've called uh, uh, and told us that you want to bring back your son. You want to send him. You want us to bring him back. So, Lord, I ask that that sound from heaven that came on the day of Pentecost. This is Pentecost Sunday. Father, that sound that's coming through Harvest Bible Church is going to go and it's going to resound. It's going to continue to flow out over the airways, but it's going to continue to flow out from here. Father, that you're going to bring people from the north, the south, the east, and the west because they need a hurting people that need the love of Jesus, need the power of God. Father, kids and youth, you know, and babies and every person, every age, every, every kind, everything. Father, coming, hallelujah, for the power and the glory of God. Lord, we don't want to just be status quo. We're so thankful for what you did. But you did this so that we can grow, so that we can increase, so that we can have a greater influence in the lives of people around us. And also for everyone here, that we can touch everyone's life that's here. That's my heart's cry. That's my heart's desire. Lord, your word is going to go forth with power from this pulpit, whether it's me or whoever it is, going to continue to flow forth for a long, long time, Father, if Jesus tarries. And now, Lord, everything that's happened, everything that's done, it's all about the harvest. It's all about people being born into the kingdom of God. That's what it's all about. So, Father, if there's anybody here under the sound of my voice that is searching, they're hurting, they need Jesus to be the Lord of their life. If you're here and you need Jesus Christ to be your Lord and Savior, That's what it's all about. I love you. God loves you. He cares for you. It's all about making heaven. Thank God for buildings. Thank God for lands. But, you know, we're praising God for that because we've been believing. But it's all about the reason we want all these things is because we want, we want people to be born into the kingdom of God. So if you're here and you say, I need Jesus, raise your hand, or I want to come home, or I want to come back to God, that's you. And we need the lost. We need the Lord. We're praying for the harvest. We want the lost to come. We want the mess. We want the mess. We want the increase. Hallelujah. I do. I do. I know they may not look the best. They may not even act the best. But Lord, it's up to you. You'll sanctify them. It's up to us just to lead them to Jesus. You clean them up. You fix them up. We just love on them. Hallelujah. And if they hang around long enough, Father, we know those rough edges will get knocked off. They'll begin to walk in line with the truth of the Word of God, and it'll change their lives. Lord, thank you for each one being where they're supposed to be, each one doing what they're supposed to do. And thank you for these amazing folks, those that are here and those that are watching. Lord, thank you. You've called them into the kingdom, and it's because of them. You've used them and their finances and their loyalty and their their commitment because you want something for them. Lord, thank you for that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And Father, we honor you for it. We thank you for it now. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. And everyone that agreed said, Amen and Amen. 
Thanks for listening to this podcast from Harvest Bible Church in Stockton, California. If you live in the area, we would love to have you join us at one of our services on Sundays and Wednesdays. You can check us out at harvestbibleonline.org for location and times. We hope to see you soon.